pants buttons suddenly feel so tight. And the new pants I have are like falling off. Don't understand your clothes. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Tiny Mike Talks Podmas with me, Lavish Jewels. Today, it's just a little tidbit Tuesday. I'm going to recommend you some cozy anime. Also, I'm going to talk about some of the best, worst gifts that I've gotten, I've given, you know, because it'd be like that sometimes, and update you on where I'm at on my bucket list. So stay tuned what I got going on. I'm gonna hit the road to work with my cute little, uh, not ornaments, they're light earrings. They're so cute. They don't light up, but that's okay. They're so cute and sparkly. Hope you're staying sparkly out there. We'll be right back after this ad break. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I'm back, I'm sitting down, ready to record on a roll, but I still gotta go. <laughs> so let's just jump right into it. This tensely tidbit Tuesday anime for you to catch up on. If you're on break from school, work, what have you, just hanging out at the house and wanna watch some anime. A lot of these, actually yeah, all of these I've seen there are some honorable mentions. Some of those honorable mentions I have not seen, but I will let you know that. Um, lots of these are classics. And for the most part, mm, there's definitely some that you don't have to have seen the entire show to get the gist of, to get it together, you know, to be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is it. This is nice. This is the one that I'm going to... Or like, uh, or be like, I'm confused. I am confusion watching this. Um, yeah, because I'm going to break some things down here for you real quick. So, hmm. Obviously, episodes are easier, but you know, that's a whole show commitment, but mm, I don't know. Some people feel like movies are a little bit difficult, too, but I'm going to start with movies. So let's see. First up, classic, biggest, biggest holiday anime movie that has been prevalent since it since its premiere, Tokyo Godfathers, big old, uh, <laughs> So Tokyo Godfathers is a, it's, it's not a Ghibli movie. It's, uh, it's actually Satoshi Kon, which, uh, <laughs> if you know any other, any of Satoshi Kon's other work, you might be very surprised that, that this is his work because usually his work is much, much different. It's much, much more, um, surreal. It's much more like, mm, yeah, like creepy and it's like some classic psychological horror type stuff is what he usually does so Tokyo Godfathers came out in the fall of 2003 
perfect time for the winter, you know? People start watching it. And if you don't know, it's generally just, um, well, I'm not going to say generally. I'm going to read you the description right now. <laughs> the synopsis is one Christmas Eve, Hana, Jean, and Yuki are rummaging for presents through heaps of garbage when they chance upon an abandoned baby in, in the cold winter night. Appalled at the pitiful sight, look at that rhyme, <laughs> Hannah's maternal instinct kicks in and she insists on finding the baby's biological mother to demand an explanation. Naming the baby Kyoko, meaning pure child, they begin their search using the possible clues left alongside her, a mysterious key and a single note. However, their plans soon are soon thrown into disarray as they get caught up in a series of unprecedented events. So Tokyo Godfathers follows a journey of these three as they stick together through thick and thin, hoping to deliver Kyoko to her true home and find their very own Christmas miracle. These characters are really interesting. Um, Hana is a, she's kind of like the matriarch of the three. She's really the most level-headed. Um, she's also a singer. And for all of them, we don't get nearly as much backstory as like, I would like, but you do get a little bit that like, you know, makes you feel for them. Jean is, he actually might be older than Hana. But he's also an old man who's like a friend of hers. Well, he's not like old, old, at least in his 40s. But you know, they've been friends for a long time. So they stick out for stick up for each other, look out. And I think Jean came upon Miyuki. And Miyuki's story is kind of the most interesting. On first glance, she she seems like she's the first or the uh, the main character. But they're all the main character, you know, so... It's really, really great. I think, I would say it, I think. It's fairly short. It's only an hour 32 and it's PG-13, despite a lot of things that go, like, um, <laughs> that go through it. Oh, and it was um, produced by Studio Madhouse. That is definitely top tier Christmas time anime to watch. A quick note about Tokyo Godfathers. While I still recommend it, it is also somewhat a product of its time. I think it was supposed to be based in early 2000s, like 2005, because I feel like that might have, might be when it came out. Um, while it is a classic, it does have some mm, questionable slash problematic language, and not in the curse word kind of language, but more in the, mm, I guess, yeah, just transphobic language, so be aware of that when you're watching it, but I still recommend it, and just be aware of those specifically when it comes to Hana I love her and she is a great character that's why personally I still want to have more backstory about her but it is what it is also apologies if it seems very loud I'm recording this outside as I am on my way to work and I am also editing Tokyo Godfathers it is available on Crackle yeah it's available on Crackle Voodoo on YouTube, Prime, and Google Play. And I believe on Google Play you have to pay. I'm pretty sure it's free on Prime. I'm pretty sure you can find it for free on YouTube. And Voodoo and Crackle are both free services. Next up, this one. This one you would have to have followed the show at least a little bit, you know, know the characters and things like that. And mostly somewhat like of their motivations a little bit. But it's uh, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon S. Hearts on Ice, which is available on YouTube and Vudu, which you have to pay for, unfortunately. But it's it's mostly just like kind of beautiful. It has really beautiful uh, like scene setting. I mean, if you're a fan of um, Sailor Moon overall, I would definitely give this a watch. And the movies are 
fairly digestible. And this is another like classic classic as it came out in 94. And it's only an hour long and again PG-13. So fun for the whole family. <laughs> so the synopsis reads, an unusual snowstorm hits Tokyo and the sailors Senshi discover that an evil snow queen, Kaguya, wants to freeze the entire earth. It's up to the inner sailor Senshi along with the outers to defeat the queen. You see, that's the thing. You need to, <laughs> you need to know um, who the outers are watching this. If you don't, you're just like, where'd they, where, where they come from? You know? Uh, meanwhile, Luna falls in love with a human astronomer named Kakaru, whose girlfriend is an astronaut about to take a space shuttle mission. Kakaru becomes ill, and Luna wishes she could be a human to help him. And funny enough, yeah, this came out in 94. I do not remember this, so I'm definitely going to rewatch this when I get the chance. Because um, I like, I was like looking it up and like looking up um, good movies to watch. And this is one that came up, and I was like, oh, I remember this. I was like, I forgot about this. <laughs> so this is one of those interesting ones. As I've been rewatching uh, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon Crystal, I think since like the summer, and I haven't finished just fine because I forgot how tiresome I get of like certain romance shows like shoujo with um that's my shoujo well maho shoujo with an interesting it's it's not that interesting of like a love story concept to me like it was very romanticized as a kid when I like was, was growing up watching it but like as an adult I'm just like as an adult I'm just like man not because like tuxedo mask doesn't do anything but like, I guess like they don't do anything together, <laughs> if that makes sense. But yeah, and I I just remember more than anything, more than Usagi and Mamoru's relationship. Funny enough, I always forget his English name. But more than their relationship, I think of all the other um, Sailor Scouts relationships with other people, and how I like uh, with like, shipped Sailor Jupiter with other girls, and I was like, oh, be that be that and it's like a little bit more hinted at it, sailor and um sailor moon crystal because like they give way more backstory which is really nice i'm just like yes so if you like sailor moon definitely watch that another one another recommendation that you might have to have seen at least like some of the series would be the disappearance of haruhi suzumiya and that is on prime but it costs you a couple of extra bucks and i'm pretty sure you can find it on youtube as well for free and Haruhi is an interesting story. It was, I don't know, it was definitely very hyped up when it came out and it was good. And I don't know, I wanted to like it more than I did. So, hmm, hmm, hmm. Let me, hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Um, so this one is very much, um, not as much of a classic. It came out in 2010, but it's uh, very much a Christmas um, OVA, essentially. It is... Oh no, I say OVA. I, that's that's a thing. This one is long as fuck. <laughs> um, it's two hours and 42 minutes. So it's a little bit of a hard sell. If you haven't seen Haruhi, if you're not in love with Haruhi, I might not recommend this. But if you do really like Haruhi, I would say watch it. Or watch it in chunks. Because that's what I did. And I, I afterwards, I still feel like I need to rewatch it. But I was just like, I don't have the energy to rewatch this. Because the whole series is kind of like... It does like some... Some interesting like mind-bending stuff that that I did not expect from a show that's like kind of moe slice of life you know and that's that drew them to Haruhi and its world and whatnot and not just because I wasn't ready for that but like I don't know I guess it doesn't make nearly as much sense and I'm just like uh so I'm it's like this weird thing because I never know what's canon I never know what's real and I started watching this after I watched um, Lucky Star and because 
it, there's clear distinction between what's real and what's not in Lucky Star. So this not doing that was very weird. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But <laughs> if you like Haruhi, if you like uh, like slightly classic anime that's kind of essential anime, and you want something that's in the holiday spirit, in the holiday season, then I would recommend this one. The synopsis reads, One cold Christmas day, Kion heads over to school in the SOS Brigade's holiday ce celebration, only to realize that Haruhi Suzumiya seems to have disappeared. Title of the story. Moreover, no one even remembers her or the SOS Brigade. Mikuru Asahina knows nothing and is now afraid of him, and Itsuki Koizumi has also gone missing. The literature club, formed only by an uncharacteris uncharacteristically shy Yuki Nagato, now occupies the old SOS clubroom. The story is based on the fourth light novel of the acclaimed Haruhi series and is set after the events of the anime series. So you must definitely have to watch the anime before watching this one. And it's like, it gave me a whole like trip in my brain. Uh, not uncultured in the supernatural, Keon will have to deal with his whole life turned upside down like a bad joke and maybe it's better that way. So yeah, uh, it's definitely like critically acclaimed and whatnot and won um, Best Theatrical Film Award at the 2010 Animation Kobe Awards, which I did not know until just now. So yeah, if that's something that you would be interested in, definitely go watch that over on Prime or YouTube if you can find it. My next movie recommendation would be the one and only Wolf Children, which you can find on Funimation and Amazon Prime. And I would say possibly Crunchyroll, but I'm never sure about that. I did do research on this beforehand, but still. <clears throat> if you haven't, oh, I think it was on Netflix, but I guess it's just on Funimation and Prime now. But anyways, this is a movie that came out in the summer of 2012 to uh, high acclaim, I would say. The synopsis reads, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> of course. Um, Hana, a hard-working college student, falls in love with a mysterious man who attends one of her classes, though he is not an actual student. As it turns out, he is not truly human either, of course. On a full moon night, he transforms, revealing that he is the last werewolf alive. Despite this, Hana's love remains strong, and the two ultimately decide to start a family. Hana gives birth to two healthy children, Ame, during born during rainfall and Yuki born during snowfall I didn't even realize that when I was watching it but that's this is definitely one a cute one that you might want to rewatch especially like with your family and like um if you have kids even so continuing both possessing the ability to turn into wolves a trait inherited from their father all too soon however the sudden death of her love devastates Hana's life leaving her to raise a peculiar family completely on her own the stress of raising her wild nature children in a densely populated city, all while keeping their identity a secret, culminates in a decision to move to the countryside, where she hopes Ame and Yuki can live a life free from the judgments of society. Wolf Children is a heartwarming story about the challenges of being a single mother in an unforgiving modern world. So yeah, it definitely won some awards for sure, like in 2013, and it's really, really cute. And it does have some nice Christmas scenes and like an actual overall conclusion which I wasn't expecting it's much less um like slice of life here it is da, 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 kind of thing so I would definitely recommend it it's cute and you might cry it's only an hour 57 so like just shy of an hour on to the next one definitely recommend wolf children go watch that a classic classic is next on our list is Tenchi Muyo 2 daughter of darkness yeah this is a classic from the summer of 97 but I feel like it's a, like one of those good classics. Really enough, it's a harem, and I do not like harem, but it's much more about the action 
the comedy, the sci-fi involved, and yeah, definitely like the space sci-fi and the shonen action that goes into it. But it does have an R plus rating, which is really interesting. Um, because I don't know, I watched this as a kid and like I didn't think anything of it. Like I kinda did, but like not as much. It was definitely still like censored, but if you find it somewhere else, like um I don't know, I feel like it probably censored on Funimation in the US, so if you find it somewhere else online, it might not be censored. It is available on YouTube. I never written down that it's free on YouTube. But I mean don't quote me at that. YouTube likes to be sneaky like that sometimes. But you can definitely find some classic anime movies and shows on YouTube. So the synopsis for this reads, Tenchi Masaki gets the surprise of his life when a teenage girl approaches him and calls him quote-unquote daddy, but not that kind of daddy. Believing that the girl is mistaking him for someone else, Tenchi brings her home to figure out what is going on, which turns out to be a big mistake. When the girl introduces herself as Mayuki Masaki, Tenchi's daughter, the Masaki household is thrown into yet another frenzy. If you haven't seen Tenchi, this is definitely a movie that you would have to see after watching at least the first season of Tenchi. So to continue... <laughs> Thinking that Mayuki is just taking advantage of Tenchi and the girl's future, the, the girls refuse to believe that she is really his child. However, when DNA testing reveals that Tenchi is indeed her father, Washu comes to the conclusion that Mayuki is his daughter from the future, the result of a recent time distortion. With this new revelation, everyone tries to welcome Mayuki into their lives, with the sole exception of Ryoko Habuki, Hakubi, who senses something sinister lurking beneath Mayuki's charm. So, it definitely has a, a nice element of mystery in here. And I feel like I definitely remember watching this as a kid, and it's definitely something I would want to rewatch, which is why I'm recommending it. So if you if you've seen Tenchi and you like all the cool space elements, elements, the sci-fi, the comedy for sure, and that mystery bit that's present in this movie, I wouldn't say you have to see the first one to understand this. Like maybe, but like not really. Um, <laughs> but at least some of the show, then I would definitely recommend this. So. That's it for my movie so far. I'll get to the, the honorable mentions later on. But let's get to the anime series. And these are episodes from the series, not the full series. But they're all great. Gotta go last to first. So my first is going to be my top, top pick. So let's see. My last will be something real simple, real easy. It's easy for you to like get into if you haven't seen the show. Something I mentioned earlier in this episode. Lucky Star. And says episode 11 but i might say episode 10 and 11 lucky star is a really great show it's a super simple slice of life moe with like cute girls but are also cute girls who are interesting characters one is like an almost sundere but she's also a twin and she has uh twin tails and her sister they're actually my two favorite characters because they're they have like purple hair but they're also so cute and her sister's like moe and like shy and innocent and like she's so cute <laughs> and but my main main character that I love is uh, also one of the main characters, Konata, with the blue hair. And I'm sure you've seen her gif or pictures of her eating the coronato, which is essentially like a chocolate-filled croissant cone. And <laughs> she's so cute. And she mostly maybe it's because she's an otaku, so I love that. And she's like unabashedly about it. <laughs> so yeah, Lucky Star is really the only moe show I actively recommend always like that and um, Nichijo. So yeah, you can find this on Crunchyroll and probably on YouTube, at least like just parts of this episode. It's a nice little Christmas episode. It shows different characters, families, celebrations all over um, the little city. And it really shows like some, it shows other different little families celebrating 
either their tr traditional way or like their newer more modern ways and it's all really cute to see these characters like in sweaters <laughs> and like interacting with their family because throughout the show you generally don't do not see them with their family definitely recommend that it's real cute the next one which is very specifically Christmas I mean both these are like Christmas episodes um but it's mm, you could again you could watch a show but you don't have to it's another Maho Shoujo and you might know what I'm saying you, you, know, you might know what I'm like referencing to um it's really it's kind of a long-running story it's a classic that recently had a reboot and it is now on Netflix it is episode 35 of Card Capture Sakura so it's still plot relevant which is cool it shows a new cloud card and it has really big Xmas vibes and it's heartwarming for you and all your Xmas friends <laughs> it's very nice and heartwarming for you and your friends in general if you want to feel more into the Christmas spirit it's it's really interesting though because like like rewatching clips of it I'm like they went to an amusement park on Christmas what and then also my brain I was like in a pandemic but it's not the same thing <laughs> But, I mean, that sounds like an interesting thing to do that. But you definitely do see that in, um, in anime. They're just like, oh, well, it's Christmas. I did the Christmas morning with my family. I'm going to go with my friends now. We're going to go to an amusement park. And I'm like, there are amusement parks open on Christmas in Japan. I'm like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really cute. It's definitely a specific, like, Christmas episode. Because they all spend Christmas Day together. And, you know, things go a little awry. And, yeah, it's like episode 35 throughout the series. I would... Overall, I would just recommend Card Captor Sakura. Definitely watch it. If you didn't watch Card Captors, quote unquote, as a kid, Card Captors, a mistake adventure, then, I mean, you're missing out. It's definitely a really great show. It's a nice shonen. It's much more um, Maho Shoujo Shonen than just a shoujo. There's a little bit of slice of life, a little bit of school life, but lots of magic, lots of fighting, lots of lore that slowly comes through and great character building. And there's a little bit of gay in there too. So it's, it's, all, it's all a great series, if I'm on, being honest. The next one, okay, the last three that I'm recommending, my top five here, um, the last three of my top five are all plot relevant, pretty much. So, yeah, if you haven't seen these shows, like, one of them is classic, uh, was season two, episode 38 of Digimon Adventure, Digimon Adventure Zero Two. So, if you haven't seen the first Digimon then obviously it's gonna be kind of weird to catch up on this one but if you like me grew up with Digimon the OG in the 90s then you're definitely gonna want to freaking you definitely want to catch this you're gonna want to see it so this is their cute old Christmas episode and it's not just that it's someone totally like did this wrong but it's episode 38 it's really I think it's really cute it's um on Hulu Prime and on some local channels in some in some locations it catches up with the first season's kids and some sneaky villains newer villains but they know all the digi destined it's really nice because it has an emotional reunion it has lots of good action it's one of my favorite oldies like i love digimon so much but it pits like my favorite um like classic digimon characters with some new enemies highly recommend it it's real it's real cute um and i like seeing again like with lucky star it shows um these characters with their families which you don't see very often and i'm very very into that it's i also think it's a really cute thing to catch up with the 
characters that you really like and get to see them with essentially their family that you don't get to see very often. I think that's really, really cute. And like seeing them in different outfits. And the the Adventure One kids are like kind of growing up a little bit. They're just like, all these kids. So my next anime is something newer. So it's available on Crunchyroll and YouTube for $1.99, as well as Voodoo for $1.99 and Prime and Google as well. Um, I feel like you can at least find this clip because it's, it mostly ends up being kind of a recap episode. It is Dr. Stone episode 21. It's really, really cute and I like it. It's real cute. So if you, it, this is definitely something that you have to see. You have to like watch Dr. Stone to get what's going on here essentially. It's, it's really, really cute. It's very, very... Dr. Stone itself is a very enjoyable show. It's something I really enjoy. So I definitely recommend it to people. And, you know, people who always ask me, like, oh, what's this song? Oh, it's new. It's like, yeah. watch it. Watch it. <laughs> like, really, just watch it. And because it's a recap episode, it's kind of like, I have a nice one to, um, like, have, like, a nice cozy drink, too, you know? Just simple, short uh, episode. Senku, the main guy, feeds the villagers ramen, which he finds disgusting, but they like because they've never had ramen. And like the thought of what he makes, you gotta see the ramen episode. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah. But then he's like, he says like what it is. I'm just like, oh, I don't, I don't like those flavors. Uh, <laughs> so Senku feeds the villagers ramen so they can help him make iron. He meets Asagiri again, a man who's been unpetrified and is working for Tsukasa. Asagiri decides to help Senku and Senku wants to make a gener generator with the help of some lightning. And of course, after that, <clears throat> he takes the most Wait, this is telling me the wrong thing. This is episode nine. Oh my god. Let there be the light of science. Episode 21 is cool. It's enlightening. Like all episodes of Dr. Stone, it's a little educational. And it's, it's enlightening literally with technology. It's heartwarming, though no gifts are exchanged. And the collective experience is the gift. So if you haven't started watching Dr. Stone, I would definitely say watch it. The new season is coming up pretty soon winter 2021 so it is going to air starting january 14th so next month look forward to that i'm looking forward to it because i freaking love it all right and my number two spot is something that i would recommend fully for you to watch the show it is a full-on shoujo and you will make it will, it'll, it'll make you cry when i'm done watching uh you're on ice i'm gonna watch this and i'm definitely gonna cry it's so cute that's so sweet i love it it's community doki from me to you it's available on Hulu, Crunchyroll, and Prime. The episode in question is the Christmas episode, episode 22. Of course. It's so cute. And oh my god, if you haven't seen Community Doki, obviously you don't have to be into Shonen or Shoujo, but I I would still definitely freaking recommend it. Like, it's, it's so cute. It's, it's more than just cute, though. It's like, it gives you so much, like, I don't know, for me, maybe. And it, what it, like, for me, I love it. it had nothing to do with me having crushes on anyone like boys or nothing like that I was just like oh whatever that's not that big of a deal to me the bigger thing to me is the main character Sawako trying to trying her best to be understood by people and it's hard it's hard for her like nothing comes easy and she gets some hate and she still has two friends that are there to back her up even when they're going through their own things 
and she never really gives them advice and it's so sweet and uh, i love it it's oh god it's one of my favorites maybe it's because i started reading it when i was young and then the anime happened and i was like oh my god yes um but yeah, it came out the anime itself came out in 2010 and so if you want to like i don't know like see more of things that like air up to it it's oh my god just watch the whole show <laughs> the first season is the first season is um you have 25 episodes and there's a season two which i think is only 12 hold on let me i'll check that after this but i would say to watch to get all those like good holiday like uh holiday and like christmas feelings watch from episode 17 episode 17 yeah episode 17 to episode 22 episode 17 is holiday and then it goes chizuru's love dream present first snow and then christmas definitely recommend it definitely freaking go watch it i oh my god i love the show so much <laughs> I, it, oh my and like doing this research for this i'm like man i haven't seen this in so long oh now i'm gonna go watch it which is exactly what i'm probably gonna freaking do and oh yeah okay wait yeah yeah so yeah season two only has uh 12 episodes when it came out in 2011 but yeah freaking just go watch it go watch it. it's beautiful it's so cute and sweet and it's cozy and you know it just mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it just squeezes your heart it's so cute okay and last but most certainly not least the piece that is a stones one of my favorites something that i always recommend people to watch throughout the winter something that is beautiful and it's gay as fuck and <laughs> it is also getting a second season coming up it's very new and it's very exciting. Well, it's, um, it came out in 2011. Let me check. Um, no. 2016, it came out. I don't know what. I'm, I was thinking of the other thing, 2011. But it's freaking beautiful. It's brilliant. It's amazing. It's Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice, freaking watch it. It's so good. Um, so the first season is just 12 episodes and produced by Studio Mappa. So it looks beautiful. And, oh. Just like thinking about it, this episode, you really have to obviously you have to watch the show. You have to watch this. Uh, uh. Uh, it's like you definitely have to, to like watch to like get this episode and like get all the full feelings. Really enough, I actually just rewatched up to this episode and I didn't cry, but I think it's because I was too tired to cry, if that makes sense. I don't know. But gotta watch it. I was right the ring. Okay, it's you're like I said, you're on ice. Episode ten, gotta supercharge it. Pre Grand Prix final special, and it's it's not even like a, it does like a very very little bit of a recap, but it also gives you like a little bit of background of like more characters, characters that you've only been able to see like on the ice without <clears throat> seeing them in like sparkly outfits, you know. And they all get to like hang out and they do Christmas shopping, and it's so cute and like you really and Victor. Ah! Okay, so yeah, and season two is happening, and it's going to have 12 episodes. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. And I really love, actually, yeah, I got, like, teary, <laughs> freaking peachy. He's just like, congratulations. <laughs> He's so cute. Uh, I'm sorry, headphone listeners, with me squealing about this. <laughs> no, it's so good. Uh, it's so cute. Freaking... I'm doing a great job reviewing this. This is why I'm not never gonna be like an actual anime reviewer because I'm just I'm just gonna scream, you know. So that doesn't really work. 
Let's see. Yeah, I don't even know. It's not even telling me when the movie's gonna come out. And it's not telling me. Oh, the premiere was delayed. But it, the movie screened in 2019. What? Wow. Anyways. Charles. <laughs> Anyways. Um. <laughs> it's not telling me about the second season of Yuri on Ice. But. Man. Oh, and they have a little Welcome to the Madness, which is also really cute. It's a little special. But, yeah, definitely freaking watch it. It's, it's beautiful. It's so lovely. And if you're like me and you like ice skating but have never been able to, like, fully ice skate to your heart's content and or... Just like ice skate without falling or destroying yourself. And also, obviously, like, um, ice skated competitively. It's a... Honestly, it's a really good sports anime. And I'm wondering if the second one is going to have a full tournament arc as well. It's a very different kind of tournament arc, but... With lots of traveling and, like, sightseeing and things like that. And Instagram, just all throughout it. It's real cute. So, yeah. I have some uh, other recommendations... Very briefly, uh, Love Hina. They have it's a romance, and they have a Christmas episode. I'm sure you've seen it. Like all these mostly brown-haired girls in like cute Santa outfits. It's all right. Uh, Sergeant Frog, which is a sci-fi. They have a Christmas episode, and I love Sergeant Frog, so I'd highly recommend that. Uh, Radma Half. It's uh you know like ninjas and a bit of like a shoujo shonen because it's like fighting and also like a harem kind of romance thing going on. It is not my favorite. I might rewatch it one day, mostly because I like the panda dad, even though I don't because he's like selling off his kid, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that has obviously there's a cute Christmas, Christmas episode. Uh, the OG Pokemon. These are the really good ones. OG Pokemon. I think it's season two. Oh no, it's the Johto season. And there's the episode is, uh, Christmas lights, the Pikachu short. It's real cute. And yeah, it's just like Pikachu and a bunch of other Pokemon like trying to figure out how to like make Togepi happy and like bring some bright cheer to everyone. It's real cute. Uh, the next one is Hamtaro. Of course, they have a cute <laughs> lots, of, lots of nice classic anime from like the 90s. Definitely had really nice Christmas episodes. And now like the big beach episode is way more prevalent than the Christmas episode, but I feel like that sh they should bring it back. They really should bring one with them, um, because I've only seen it, like, in one anime where, for Christmas, the family, like, the people together have KFC, because that's a big thing in Japan, like, have having, like, KFC or, like, just fried chicken for Christmas and, like, a cake, which is really interesting, but, yeah, that's cute. This year for Christmas, I'm having lasagna with my mom. <laughs> um, okay, so the next one is going to be Big O. They have a really nice, um... It, which is actually available on Verve. I was having a hard time finding it. And I don't have Verve, so I'm just like, what the heck, man? But yeah, Big O is amazing. Watch the whole series. Definitely watch the Christmas episodes. Uh, it's it's very much like Mecha Batman. Batman in a Gundam. It's freaking great. I love it. So, the last one. Oh, no. I have two more. And these... Or no, I have three more. One, two, three. Uh, and these three are honorable mentions with the rest of these um with the rest of these classics um because they're hard to recommend 
one of them is the easiest but it's like a three episode subplot so that might be the little like a little bit if you don't like the art style it might not be for you uh same thing with this other one but if also if i don't know i haven't gotten into it fully so it's something it's a hard thing for me to recommend because i haven't seen it so it's episode it's um toradora episode 17 through 19 which is a cute christmas little subplot story but it is relevant to the series so i definitely say start the series i'm going to start the series in the new year most likely so yeah and the next one similarly you'd have to see the first season um and see, watch the first season and this is very much um <laughs> relevant to the plot and if you don't like the art style it might be hard for you to get into because it's a classic as well and that is clonod after story episode 13 graduation and it just brings me to straight tears i haven't seen all of planet after story because i cried up to episode four and i was like i can't keep watching this i have to stop i'm done so yeah go and go into it knowing that and the last one is going to be gundam wing endless waltz that's a honorable mention even though it's not for me because if you like mecca you might like this if you like gundam gundam wing and that was just a lot of not even just like definitely lots of political but like weird romantic drama which i was like what the fuck is going on and maybe i'll rewatch it as an adult but i'm still just like i don't know um but i mean if you're into it go for it it is on hulu and crunchyroll as well so yeah it's i don't know i think endless waltz has like a cute cute little something that goes on but i'm not gonna rock it <laughs> so yeah thank you so much for tuning in to this rather long episode <laughs> hope you are staying safe cozy warm get to watch a cute thing a cute little anime to lift your spirits and whatnot so hope you enjoyed have a great oh i love how the tidbit is already so long <laughs> um speaking of movie recommendations there are a few classic uh like regular generally live action holiday movies that i want to see so i'm going to use those to cross off or check off the box of watch holiday movies off of my holiday bucket list i actually already watched klaus and that was really fun it was on netflix and i cried another one is a christmas story i know it's a classic but I actually have never seen it along with white christmas and i hear great things besides it being long <laughs> but i definitely need to watch it one that i always love watching or two i guess i should say are mm, I definitely in a little bit of a different spirit uh the grinch <laughs> and um oh heat miser and snow miser the year where there almost wasn't christmas i think it's called and yeah that's one of my favorite favorites so i'm definitely those are usually something that i rewatch. but a newer one is going to be the new grinch that i think i can't i don't know if it came out last like spring or like summer or something i was like i don't understand but i've heard mixed reviews but i still do want to watch that newer Grinch and I just found that there's a Grinch musical so I'm gonna check that out and of course Jingle Jangle the new movie on Netflix with an all-star cast and beautiful costuming so I'm excited to watch those my mom is a little weird where she doesn't like to watch them before Christmas she likes watching them on Christmas at least that's what she said this year so we're gonna try to watch a good amount of those on Christmas maybe do some rewatching. she loves uh a Charlie Brown Christmas so we're definitely gonna watch that either before or on Christmas and fit as many as we can on the day.